Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Let's get to George Baboris. George is executive director, also the head of research at K2 Asset Management. He joins from Melbourne. George, thanks for being with us. Markets now braced for the 75 basis point rate hike after that super strong employment report here in the States. Do you want to go out on a limb and talk to me about where you think the terminal rate here is at this point? (laughs) Good morning. Thanks for having me. Um, I'll be too difficult because the predictive nature of future credit conditions and future earnings momentum and future rate settings are changing all the time for obvious reasons. But without a doubt, um, the US Federal Reserve would have to go harder on rates than I think the market is reflecting in the month of July. While the month of June reaction and the risk off was an overreaction, the counter to July was to make up for that. But uh, but just looking at core measures of or PCE for the Fed and core measures around the world for other central banks, it's very difficult to see a scenario where it gets to a two to three percent on a you know year on year basis or year two basis uh, in the foreseeable future of the next eighteen months or two years. Therefore, the rates are going harder and staying higher a little bit longer. And that will be a headwind for risk assets, uh, but you can muddle through that if that makes uh, any sense. Well, tell me, George, uh, okay, you can have a look at what's going on with the economy. Let's look at what we've got out of the earnings season, not just in terms of the rear view mirror, but what they're suggesting in terms of forecasts. How did the two sit together? Yeah, so the the two are still uh, unanswered, uh, as they should be, but just more uncertainty for the months ahead. And that is, um, earnings expectation for the US, uh, they're, they're very nice numbers, as you'd expect, because the economy was humming along very well until the uh, the rate hikes and monetary uh, policy tightening and the QT and the variations that it has for the bond market. So um, so, so we expected it to be good, and it was. It, it's falling to long-run mean reversions of beating expectations 75% of the time, that type of thing. It's a, it's a really healthy aggregate balance sheet for corporate America and other developed economies. Uh, but the challenges will, will come. So how do we reconcile with it? Is that good starting point last year? They're going to have to give some back earnings. There's some uh, additional tax impost uh, in this multi-decade transition to ESG that is occurring and everyone's agreeing on it, but it is a tax impost in aggregate on the economies. There'll be a positive uh, externality at the other end of it, but in the short term, the costs have to be absorbed in, in those numbers. So, so in essence, um, those headwinds will remain but again, it's just that balancing act of uh, how you slow the economy and to what degree do you slow the economy and which impacts, because there's still a lot of cash, uh, free cash flow for a lot of companies and sectors coming through. George, very quickly, 30 seconds or so. I mean, do you think the bond market has it right, the U.S. Treasury curve with this inversion? I mean, are we looking at recession or is there any chance, any at all, that we're going to see a soft landing? Uh, soft landing, possible, improbable. The bond market, the inversion to remain. But the yield curve in the bear market would lift about 50 basis points at least right across from 
tooth tens. And that will be the headwind for equity markets in the in the immediate and short term. You know, let's have a look at some of where you're putting your money. And, you know, you are cautious on China. And uh, when you look at some of the, I suppose, valuations, I mean, they're dirt cheap here in Hong Kong. We're talking about seven and a half percent. Sorry, sorry, seven times earnings. or seven, seven times earnings. Uh, Chinese equities are really very, very cheap here as, as well with these measures in mind and also price to book and others. The thing is. Is there now a massive uh, discount which is being priced into Chinese equities and how long does it stay for and what type of percentage are we talking about? Yeah, obviously a great question, difficult to answer, but there are concerns obviously because the valuations are suggesting it. Uh, again, from fund managers like ourselves, uh, this March quarter of 21 was very difficult to reconcile with what Beijing was doing from the regulatory side of things and there's going to be uh, concern and you've got to price that in as well as what's happening globally. And if I can just evidence with the an Asia fund that's part of our, um, our suite that's been around for 23 years, it's got its lowest weighting to uh, China ex, uh, since, you know, since 1999. And the two stocks that I noticed the team were going into was JD.com and Alibaba in that uh, June quarter from those lows. So you love to buy those earnings, just like I like to buy German earnings. Uh, but there's some concerns with that because... Um, the market's pricing in those for a reason that's uh, legitimate. Uh, but yes, there's valuations in China, Southeast Asia look very compelling, tilting towards that going forward, even though the globe's going into two operating systems, the China-led one with the Western one. Uh, you can coexist with both, but at the end of the day, it's going to be very difficult to navigate, and it makes predicting future earnings even more difficult than it would otherwise have been. Boy, that is a courageous move to go uh, long German equities right now, given the fact that we could be looking at a, at a major recession in Europe. And we're not even talking about the negative impact that higher energy cost will have when it comes uh, to be wintertime there. You referenced uh, the mainland economy. Uh, we midweek will get the Chinese inflation data on the PPI front. We're expecting to see some moderation in factory cost increases. And earlier, George, I referenced uh, the weakness that we have seen lately in, in crude oil. We're sub 88 right now in WTI. Would you go out on a limb here and say we're at peak inflation? Uh, not quite peak inflation, but around there. Uh, obviously, the fall in uh, WTI and Brent is a function of the demand destruction and the slack created for obvious reasons with monetary policy. Uh, I think it's important that the Biden administration continues to be close to the Kingdom of the Saudi uh, and continue to go and visit there because they're an important supply side. They obviously didn't come on the, they could more, they can do more on the supply side going forward. Uh, that's an important relationship to maintain for stability and prices globally. But um, yes, it's um, demand destruction is the reason why WTI and Brent's rolled off. Uh, there are going to be concerns, but it's all going to feed around to the core piece, the core uh, inflation measures by central banks or the PCE and the deflators by the Federal Reserve, and they don't look compelling that they're going to get down to 2 to 3% anytime soon, and that creates that headwind for equity markets. And very quickly on German, I said I'd like to buy German equities. I wouldn't at this stage because they're <laughs> compelling valuations uh, in there. It's just it's the same thing. We start every calendar year saying Europe's cheap. It's a cheap for a reason, uh, and we haven't found the bottom yet, FYI. Well, certainly, and we look at the Bank of England as they raised interest rates, of course, last week with the uh, uh, governor, Andrew Bailey, coming out and said, we're ready for a long recession. Do you think that was a rather, well, how can I put it, uh, a statement to make which could become a self-fulfilling prophecy? Possibly. Uh, but it's fair to say, if I could overgeneralise, this is a U-shaped recovery where 
bumping, bumping along the bottom, trying to second guess the inversion of the yield curve, how high yields are going to go up at that bear inversion, if that makes sense, how much of a headwind with a high rate environment are future earnings. And having said all of that, aggregate household savings ratio in the developed world and credit conditions and the earnings momentum have been very good before we put the brakes were slammed on. So there's that good positive momentum that's been the demand destruction's creating. Uh, and uh, I think the UK is just an amplified version of the risks. The US won't be exhibiting those. It's a much bigger economy. Uh, but the risks for the developed world is what's happening in the UK George, if it spreads. George, very quickly, and geopolitics, definitely alpha right now. You've got about 15 seconds. Sorry. Yeah, very difficult with geopolitics. Difficult to be, to be predictive, and that concern will weigh on risk assets. But don't capitulate with the next set of uh, volatility. George, always a pleasure. Never a chore. George Babursa, he's the executive director and head of research at K2 Asset Managers, getting his take uh, on what's going on market-wise. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum, powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.